Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast, where we share practical therapy tips and ideas for busy speech-language pathologists. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back as we dive into this week's episode. Now we get to dive into something a little bit different for our older students, because with our older students, we tend to shift more towards expository texts, especially if they have a good understanding of the story grammar framework. They're really bombarded with expository texts throughout the school day and less so narratives. So by teaching them how to identify the main idea, how to identify key details, teaching them how to summarize, those are skills that will be incredibly important as they move forward, whether they're trying to pass their driver's test or pass a social studies exam or understand directions like in a manual or when they're starting a new job. These are skills that are incredibly important. So instead of narratives, we're going to be focusing on summarizing for these students. And as I already alluded to, identifying the main idea and key details is one example of a goal. Another goal is to summarize the text. Solis et al. from 2011 indicate that teaching 6th through 8th graders with LD how to summarize and find the main idea is an effective strategy to help improve understanding of the text. And if they can learn to summarize and find the main idea of any given text, that could potentially have a very significant impact. So what we're talking about today, we're discussing how to start targeting these skills using another ReadWorks article. Again, this is available for free at readworks.org. And the title of this article is Vitamin G for Your Mind and just about the need for vitamin G. It's a little bit of a science-y article. So let's just dive into our plants. And I have a couple strategies that we can use. So Stevens et al. 2019 share a way to help us scaffold finding the main idea of a text. So the question that we can ask is who or what is this section about? And what is the most important idea about the who or what? And then teaching the students to write the gist of the answers to those questions. So I thought that was a really helpful way because when I'm talking to students about identifying the main idea, a lot of times they'll say, well, the main idea is the first sentence in the paragraph, and then they just recite that. So I think these questions are super helpful in breaking that down and being able to identify the main idea and really understand the main idea, I think is a huge step in the right direction. So just to recap, we want to know who or what the section is about and the most important idea about the who or what. So that's how we can scaffold finding the main idea. And then just like who or what, and then the most important idea, and then kind of synthesizing that and finding the gist of that. And if our students struggle with this, we can remind them to go back to the text. If we start with an article that's a little bit more understandable and simple, 
that might be a good way to scaffold it as well. Just to have them go back to the text, identify the who or what and the most important idea. There's also some cool research on reminding them to look at the text structure and teaching them the structure of the text. For example, if it's a problem-solving passage, the main idea will tell us the problem and the solution for that problem. If we can say, oh, this is a problem-solution passage. So I need to know what the problem is and the most important thing about that problem is the solution. So I need to know the problem and the solution. And that'll give us the main idea. So I think that's a really cool way by teaching the text structures, we can set them up for success and give them additional strategies. This study found that by using this approach, students were better at stating the main idea and understanding different text structures. So some other strategies that we can use, this kind of goes along with what Stevens et al. 2019, what that article said we can highlight what's most important and then just work on expressing that in a shortened form. So that's instead of writing the gist, expressing it in a shorter form might be another way to say that if students don't understand writing the gist. We can also help students use self-monitoring tools. So maybe after they read a paragraph, can they check in with themselves to make sure that they understood it? And we also want to make sure that we're using explicit instruction. So I think the Stevens et al. article gives a really nice way to set that up. So we can model asking ourselves these questions like who or what was this about? What was most important about that who or what? And so we'll model that and think out loud and model our thinking as we're identifying the main idea of a section or a paragraph, or an article. And then we want to give students feedback as they're doing this on their own. So have them read a section and ask them to kind of talk about what they think the main idea is. And if they need support with that, we can give feedback on, oh, so it sounds like you identified the who, but what's most important about that? So just giving them really specific feedback to help guide them towards the main idea. Or if they did it perfectly, we can give them specific feedback there. Like, great job. You identified the what of that section and what's most important about that. And so we can just identify what they've done and what they need more support with. And then just providing them with tons of opportunities for guided and independent practice. And next month, we'll be talking all about curriculum-based therapy When I teach about this, I think it's really helpful just to take one text and use it across multiple groups. It helps you learn the strategies very quickly, and it gives you some confidence in the different evidence-based strategies. But once you get comfortable with this, I like to challenge SLPs to incorporate different elements of the curriculum. So whether you're just simply selecting articles that are related to what they're discussing in the classroom, or if you want to take it a step further and really set up strong communication with your teachers and pull in articles that they're actually using in the classroom, or even just using their textbook, whatever they happen to be. Like, what are you reading in science today? It can be as simple as that. 
when you're first implementing this, you want to be able to put together some ideas. You want to read the text before so you can come up with some strategies. But once you get really comfortable with this, you can pull pretty much any text and implement these strategies. At that point, you would have gotten lots and lots of practice. And so it's easy to adjust and implement these strategies with pretty much any text. But anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. Let's get back to vitamin G for your mind, this article that we're using. So again, to recap, we're targeting, identifying the main idea, identifying key details, and then summarizing the text. So for step one of the framework, we'll do some pre-story knowledge. We might just walk through the article. This one has nice headings. And we might say, okay, so what is vitamin G? (laughs) What do the headings tell us? What do we think this will be about? And we might just take a guess at what the main idea is and what we think will be most important. And maybe it's just questions at this point. Like, what questions do we think this article will answer? And we can do a KWL chart too, what we know, what we want to know. And then as we read, we can fill out the L, like what we learned. But that can be a great pre-story knowledge activity because then we can figure out if we need to do any additional pre-teaching. And then for step two, we would dive into actually reading the text. And then for step three, we would dive into some comprehension activities. So this really depends on where the students are, but we might ask literal and or inferential questions. And then we would start diving into all of the summarizing skills. Again, using that like scaffolding procedure if needed to help the students identify the main idea and to identify the key details. I really like using a graphic organizer and that makes it easier to kind of process all of the elements. Yeah, so that's what we would do for step three. And then for step four, we would be able to work on all of their other skills. And maybe in step three, we just focus on filling out the summary And then after we've done all of our grammar and vocabulary practice, we can revisit the summary and make sure that we're including our new vocabulary and our new grammar. Like if we're working on compound and complex sentences or sentences with multiple clauses, we can expand that and include what we've learned and then give the students the opportunity to actually telling that summary and summarizing out loud. I think that's a great way to continue developing those skills. So for this example, we would just simply summarize the article. We could create a little video or create an animation to help us remember what the article was about. And then again, still practicing our summarizing skills, integrating all of the grammar and vocabulary skills that we've targeted throughout the unit. And if you want more ideas for grammar or vocabulary, head back to previous month's episodes for more details. And so that's what we would do for step four. And then for step five, this is typically the parallel story section, but I think it's a really great opportunity to take things a step further. So if we read an expository text and it just had, assuming it's something that's just largely informational, I think it's fun to explore different text structures. So maybe we read this article about vitamin G 
and the students can work on creating a persuasive text. Or maybe we can read two articles about the same topic and then compare and contrast. Just diving into some of the different structures that they're using in the classroom. And that can be a cool way to talk about the different structures that they might encounter throughout their time in school and just give them additional strategies to navigate that. So yeah, that's what we've got for this unit. Um, That's a wrap for all things narratives and summarizing. And we'll see you next month when we start sharing ideas for curriculum-based therapy, all of the things that we've learned over the past several months and taking it to the next level. Thanks for listening to the SLP Now podcast. This podcast is part of a course offered for continuing education through Speech Therapy PD. So yes, you can earn ASHA CEUs for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your SLP friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent directly to you. See you next time. Thank you.